Welcome to Fierce Female Radio. I'm your host, Estelle, from FierceFemaleCo.com, your female empowerment coach. If you're ready to dive in deep and learn all the tips, rituals, and insights to help you let go of the old version of yourself and unleash your inner fierce, then you are in the right place. This is your space for uncut and real conversations with real women about all things, dreams and desires, mindset, holistic wellness, balance, and spirituality. Hello angels, what's up? Excited to be here with you. It's Estelle here, your host, founder of Fierce Female Co, where we are all about activating your inner queen energy and helping you leave behind an unbasic life and live a life of fulfillment and purpose instead. Guys, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited for this episode, but you do have me for a couple of moments before we dive into it with the beautiful Laura Murphy. But before we get into that, I want to share with you my fierce tip of the week. And we're kind of combining the fierce tip of the week with the shout out. Um, So I'm really diving into all things astrology at the moment and loving it. And so I'm wanting to share with you, if you're curious about diving into astrology, um, so many of us are just familiar with like our standard sun sign, you know, whether you're a Sagittarius or an Aquarius or a Capricorn or whatever that is, but there is really so much more to it when we can unpack our birth chart and when we know what our rising is and what our moon is. So There's a really cool app if you're new to astrology and you want to find out more called CoStar. That's C-O-Star. And it's really cool. You just put in your details of your birth date, your birth location, and the time that you were born. And it gives you, like it actually tells you, okay, what your sun sign is, your moon sign, and your rising. And then it also shows you, like gives you a daily snapshot about how you're feeling and what things might be coming up for you. You can also see like a very um, basic overview of your chart. And so it's just really interesting because I find sometimes like, you know, when you just look at your sun sign, which is the sign that pretty much everyone knows, there's so much deeper There's so much like deeper you can go within that, like understanding your emotions by looking at your moon, understanding the configuration of certain um, planets. And look, I'm not an astrologer. I'm not going to get specific with you, but I've just found it so interesting in order for you to better understand yourself, in order for you to better understand why you are the way you are, what things matter to you. And it's just a really it's just a really beautiful way to go on a journey to understand yourself at a deeper level. If that is your jam, if you want to read up about it more, you can even um, go one step further and grab the book. um, The only astrology book you'll ever need by Joanne Martine Woolfolk. And it is a really good book. It's like really easy to read. It's digestible. It's like um, sectioned really well. And it's just a really great way for you to dive deeper into astrology And then if you want to go even deeper, you can get your natal chart read. Um, I've done that before and oh my God, it was amazing. And it just like, I think it's just sometimes a beautiful way to accept ourselves, um, to better understand ourselves, why we are the way we are, but also getting your natal chart read can also help you in discovering um, your purpose um, on a deeper level and perhaps what you're called to do in this world. So some really juicy things for you to dive into there, guys, but check out the app. And um, yeah, happy, happy sun and stars. 
Okay, guys, also I wanted to let you know, for those of you that haven't heard the Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program, my 12, no, it's not 12, my 16-week signature program is nearly closed for enrollment. So if you are interested, if you are seeking to start your own purposeful business and launch your heart into business before 2020 ends. So this can be the year that you actually did that thing that you really wanted to do as opposed to just feel sorry for yourself for what a shit year this has been. Then girlfriend, this is your time. In this program, we are not only creating a purposeful business, we are helping you heal so you can assist others to heal and heal the collective. So in this program, we are going really deep in terms of the healing work that you need to do unblocking your chakras we are talking about unleashing your power releasing any worthiness issues fears doubts shadow work energetic healing so many things that we're doing in order to help you elevate helping you feel confident fierce share your message with the world and then we're doing the practical steps and the strategic steps like how can you now put yourself out there how can you build your business what is your purpose we're doing everything from discovering your purpose to building your business to the branding to the marketing to the sales to the website everything so you can literally start seeing clients so you can start making money from your business and you have a way of helping people and being of service. So this is for you, whether if you know what your purpose is and you're feeling stuck and you just need some accountability and you need the structure and support, or you have no idea what you want to do. You just know that you want to start a business and you don't want to be stuck in a job that isn't filling you up. So if this is you, you can always reach out to me, um, on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. Shoot me a DM. Let me know if you're keen. If you listen to this episode with the next few days, um, click the link in my bio to find out more information about the Fierce and Fulfilled CEO program. And I can give you the link to apply for it. We only have a few spots left. It's a very, um, it's a high level intimate program. So we only, only, only want women who are ready to go next level, who are ready to create the business and life of their dreams that is fulfilling and aligned with their purpose. So if this is exciting for you guys, let me know and we will chat more about it in the DMs of Instagram. Okay, guys, but let's get into today's episode with Laura Murphy. She is a breathwork facilitator and freedom seeker, founder of Body, no, Soul Body. And if you've ever been curious about breathwork, this episode is really for you. I got in, I have been aware of breathwork for a little while now, but I only really got into it within the last six months and I find it absolutely incredible. Uh, So in this episode, we dive into like what is breath work and how to use it as a tool for expansion, the power of our breath, how breath work can actually help you with anxiety. We also do a breath work demonstration for you to do at home. Um, We talk about the power of energy and how you can use this as an amplifier um, in in your life and really tips for those of you that want to start meditation as well. If you want to start a meditation practice and you're new on your journey, Laura gives you some really great tips. Also, we talk about the importance of doing the deep inner work in order to facilitate deep transformations and live our life on purpose. And I love this conversation because I am so passionate about doing the deep 
inner healing work in order to really experience joy and transformation and elevate in our life. So I am excited about this episode. I'm excited to bring it to you guys and enjoy. Here we go. Welcome, welcome to Fierce Female Radio, guys. Today we have the beautiful and soulful Laura Murphy with us. She is the founder of Soul Body. She is a truth seeker, a freedom lover, and a sensitive spiritual entrepreneur on a mission to change the world one breath at a time. She is a breathwork facilitator amongst many other things, and she is super passionate about all things self-healing to help women guide back to their love and their truth. So I'm so excited to have you on the show, beautiful. Oh, I'm so excited. By the way, that intro was amazing. I'm like writing it down. <laughs> I'm like, you can just listen to it. Word. <laughs> you can just listen to it whenever you're having an off day. And I hope this makes you feel good. Well, I'm really excited to have this conversation with you because you've just got so much wisdom and such beautiful energy. So I'm really, really excited for us to dive deep because I know you are a woman like me and you like to go deep. So I'm excited yeah. for this conversation. Let's do it. <laughs> Amazing. So before we kick it off, I'm just going to start with our rapid fire questions. First and foremost, most importantly, what is your favorite Beyonce song? Oh, um, that's a good question. I had one. Oh, I'll just say single ladies just because it's real catchy. <laughs> it is a great... I'm not a, single, I'm not a single lady, but I still like the song. Totally. It's such like a groovy, fun, catchy song. Yeah. You can't not do the dance while you're... While you're have to do the dance, have to put a leotard on. All the <laughs> <things>. <laughs> Amazing. So what does your morning ritual look like? Um, so it's actually pretty new for me. I, as much as I preach morning routines for everybody, um, I had a really hard lesson, I think COVID, and I thank COVID for that, um, of learning to practice what I preach. So right now I love more than anything in this world, waking up and drinking coffee in bed, doing a meditation. And I've been doing morning pages lately where I just free write for three pages and it has been so insightful. How beautiful. I love that. And all of those things sound, um, just very free flowing and natural and not putting pressure or restrictions on yourself in terms of what you have to do. It's just like whatever's coming to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where I get caught up and we can talk more about this as well. Um, in like, you know, I have to meditate for 20 minutes. No, if I do it for one minute, I'm happy. Totally, totally, totally. And there's something about like being in bed, which is like, it's still, relaxing, it's comforting, and it's kind of soulful because you've got your coffee, you've got your journal. I love it. I'm all about that vibe. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so what's one book that you would want every woman to read? Um, the Big Leap is one of the best books that I've read and I recommend it to anybody. Gay Hendricks is so insightful. It's such an easy read. And I think, especially when it talks about upper limit problems, we as women hit them hard. Um, And I think society puts a lot of them in place, but I think this is one of the most impactful books that I've read in a long time. I've read that one too. It's a, I I agree with you. It's really, really powerful. And the way that he explains it, I feel is very simple and digestible because sometimes, you know, it can get really caught up in the science and information about the brain and all these things that you just lose people, but Mm -hmm. he just breaks it down really simply. Mm-hmm. I'm also reading. I like it. I like it. I'm reading another book by him called uh, "Learning to Love Yourself," and it is also very good. 
Okay. Is that, is that a more recent book? Uh, I actually think it's one of his older books. I bought it on Audible. So I'm just like listening to it when I walk in the mornings, but um, yeah, it's really good. Love it. Okay. I'm going to check it out. Thank you. Love a good book recommendation. (laughs) And so what fierce female are you crushing on right now and why? Uh, Susie Batiste. So the owner of Poopery. I, she is my like aspiration. She's who I want to be. She is the most fiercest entrepreneur that is (laughs) in existence. I'm pretty sure. Um, so I'm actually going through through a mentorship program with her right now and just hearing her story is so inspiring. She was bankrupt twice before she was 40 and didn't start poopery till she was 42 and turned it into a a half a billion dollar company. And she does it purely based on following what lights her up. And I, I couldn't agree more with that. That's so beautiful. And you know what, how amazing it's like her, she's following her path and that has led to such incredible impact and success. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so inspiring. So cool. And I love when you hear that it didn't happen. I mean, like, obviously that would be really unfortunate to be going bankrupt twice before you're 40. But <laughs> I just, I'm not going to say that's going to be a good experience, but I just love how those stories when they just turn it around and allowing us to realize that the past doesn't reflect the future because if she would have just looked at the past for the future then she would have just thought that being bankrupt and broke was you know what she had in store for herself absolutely and it's cool that she teaches it's all about the inner work you know your outer world is a reflection of your inner world and that's what like led to the bankruptcies but also led to her success which is super cool amazing oh i love it so good so so good well laura i would love to like I would love to talk all things breathwork with you because um, I feel like it's such an interesting space. I've only recently gotten into it. I um, watched, I don't know if you've seen it. Um, have you seen the Goop Lab on Netflix? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the Wim Hof episode. I watched that a little while ago and I was like, I heard about breathwork before, but that for some reason just like kicked it in me. And I was like, okay, I have to practice this. I have to do this more. Just seeing the impact that it had on those people, um, on the participants, which was, which was amazing. But I would love for you just to share with us, what is breathwork? And for those of us that don't have a clue and how can we use it as a tool to really calm our nervous system and reduce anxiety? Oh, so good. Such a good question. And I could talk about breathwork all day long. So <laughs> Um, breathwork as a term is kind of like yoga. It can mean a lot of different things. It's all sorts of different styles of breathing. Um, for example, Wim Hof, who is on the Goop uh, podcast or the Goop um, documentary, like that is one form of breathwork. I teach a different form of breathwork. I'm training in another form of breathwork. Meditation and basic guided um, breath awareness is also breathwork. So the spectrum is is pretty broad and it goes from everyday like designed to calm your nervous system to the other end of the spectrum to having more transformational um, experiences, so to speak. Essentially what you're doing with all forms of breath work is you're getting into that parasympathetic nervous system, which is your rest and digest system. So for anxiety, for stress, this is what's taking us out of that fight or flight that we're in most of the time. And like 2020, I think we're in it like a lot. Um, so any form of breath awareness or manipulated breathing will help you get into, um, a more relaxed state by nature. That's like super high level and we can go as deep as you want. (laughs) Mm, Okay. I love that. Okay. So that's 
so we want to get into that space and then how does that allow us to reduce anxiety like how can we use it as a tool when anxiety stress or that fight flight mode comes up for us so the way i see it is we experience anxiety and i'm like not talking about anxiety disorders or anything like that yeah day to day day to day yeah we experience that when we're thinking really far ahead in the future or worrying about what happened in the past and breath work is a tool that brings you into the present moment. It brings you into your body. So you're better and you, it doesn't make the stresses go away. It helps you better deal with the stresses. So it helps with resiliency. It helps with a little bit clearer thinking because you're not anywhere other than in the present moment. And what I love about breath work, it also brings you into your heart and in your heart, is, you know, everything we're seeking outside of ourselves, the answers and things like that, it's all within us. And whether you call it intuition, whether you call it soul, whether you call it just a heart knowing, this is what breath work does. And that's for certain. You know what I mean? Like our heart is for certain. And what's in there is for certain. So it brings you back into that present heart-centered moment. That's so beautiful. I feel like it's like breath work and sitting with yourself is like the opposite of downing a bottle of wine and watching Netflix, you know, instead, (laughs) instead of the numbing and running away, it is let's sit with it and let's connect with ourselves in order to move through it and rise above it. And to be honest with you, some forms of breath work can push you right up against what's keeping you stuck, which, you know, to some can be really uncomfortable. This is also the beauty of breath work because it helps you move through the emotional gunk and stuck energy that's been keeping you you know, spinning your tires and causing anxiety that way. Yeah. And is there a certain like pattern or a method or something that we should be following for those who have never tried it before? So I, I mean, I teach just from someone who I train from, um, it's considered a three-part like pranayama style breath. I'm also learning just connected breath. So there's a couple of different forms. Wim Hof does something else. Um, my suggestion and the same with yoga is is test them out and see which one you really like. I obviously like the three-part breath because that's what I learned from. That was like my first experience with breath work and it was very life-changing. But I, you know, there's no one right or wrong way to do it. And for some people, it might just be slow, conscious, connected breaths and that's it. Yeah, amazing. Because I feel like so much of the time we don't focus on breathing. We actually forget to breathe. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'll often, and that's like my job. And this is why I love breath work so much is that I'm just holding the space and you are doing the healing and doing the work. But my job is also to remind you to breathe because sometimes it gets away from us, you know? Totally, totally, totally. And it's not something that like we're rewarded for in society. Like we're rewarded for like going, 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 achieving faster, the next thing, the next thing not stopping, Mm -hmm. considering, and just being with ourselves. So it can feel like I would imagine to some people, it would feel like they are not being productive. They are wasting time, you know? Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. is, I think, like such a powerful thing to shift because that's the connection that you get with yourself when you're in those quiet moments, right? Absolutely. And I kind of liken it to creating breathing room. So if you can just create a little bit of breathing room between where you are and what you're looking to react to, it could change everything. It could change how you react to that. It could change how, you know, the solutions that you have to whatever's in front of you. You could have aha moments. It's just creating this little bit of breathing room. 
Amazing. So I'm going to be a bit pushy here and say, can you, how do you feel about doing a little demo for us just to, just to get a taste of it for those that have no idea what breathwork even is? Yeah, absolutely. So, and you know, the, the breathing pattern that I do, like I said, it's a three-part pranayamic breath. It's all done through the mouth which is a little bit weird for some people because we're used to breathing through our noses so often. Mm-hmm. Um, usually in a session that I do, it's, you're, it's done lying down, but you can do it sitting up um, and you can just see what happens and we can do it together um, and just feel what's happening in your body. So essentially what you're doing is you're starting the inhale from the lower part of your belly. And instead of going right to an exhale, you're doing a second inhale into your chest and then you're letting it all out. So it sounds like this. Mm. and you're just cycling that through and it could be as short as a couple of minutes or it could be as long as you know 30 40 minutes wow okay amazing so you can build up to that yeah so I have um you know I I go on Instagram live and do seven minute practices and you can have amazing transformational experiences in in just seven minutes um the key is, and I also teach this when I, when I teach breath work is that, um, so once the active, I call that the active breath. So the three part breath is an active breath. After that, we move into an integration or just like, like a Shavasana at the end of, of a yoga practice for a couple of moments. And this is where you're fully heart connected and you're open to receiving and you just feel the love, lovely, juicy warmth that you just created. And I like to say that's where all the magic happens. Oh, I love that so much. And I actually couldn't agree more because I feel like after you do some form of breath work, breath work, whether it's short or longer, you do kind of feel this weird loving energy around you. And you, like, I always tend to smile after, like yeah. just kind of sit with myself <laughs> and smile and you kind of just feel like it's a, it's a big warm kind of cuddle and which is really weird because you're just breathing, but that's where it's like, there's so many other areas that come up and things that come up when you're just with yourself in that space what do you notice with your um with your clients or people that you're working with that they tend to say that they experience after doing some breath work or what does it help them move through um often it it really like there's different levels that you can experience through breath work and that i've experienced personally and that have had clients experience the most common experience is a physical experience so your hands your body will feel like it's buzzing and tingling Um, and it just makes, and I like to say like, this is embodiment. If you want to know what embodiment is, this is the cells of your body coming alive. So we're oxygenating the blood, you're oxygenating all the cells. So they're coming alive. And for some people that might be the first time they actually feel embodied. Um, Mm -hmm. there's other physical sensations like that, that happen. You might feel like there's a lot of energy around your hands. I've had very physical experiences where, I feel like pain has been released um, or you can feel like energy. If you've ever done any sort of a energy work like Reiki, you can feel energy moving in your body. Um, it's also really cool because you can have completely, uh, I don't know if transformational or transcendental kind of experiences where like I am, I'm very visual and I see lots of visuals and I talk to my heart and hear answers. So you can kind of experience a bit of everything. Um, it's really often I'm a crier and I cry pretty much in every breath work and it doesn't have to be a sad cry. It's more a cry from release or sometimes you can just break out into complete laughter and you don't know what you're laughing at, but it just feels so good to feel that pure joy. 
Oh my God. I feel like more than any time now in 2020, people need to get on the breathwork bandwagon. (laughs) I totally agree. It's all about the releasing and the awakening. That is what we need right now. Yeah. And, you know, honestly, I've had some people who say they feel nothing. And I think there's beauty in that because you're actually feeling everything. You know what I mean? Like things are going on below the surface that just trust that the experience that you had is exactly what you needed. Totally, totally, totally. I love that. That's so beautiful. And Laura, how did you start this work? Like what led you to share this tool um, and help people in this really beautiful way? Yeah, I kind of stumbled into it. So I, I about four years ago, went on a bit of a journey outward <laughs> looking for my, you know, quote unquote purpose. Yeah. Uh, and I traveled to India and did my yoga teacher training and I really loved it because I thought like, that's what I wanted to do. That's what you do in Vancouver. You teach yoga. Um, but what I really liked about it was actually like yoga nidra and like the slower stuff. So I kind of continued and I just kept following the breadcrumbs. I started practicing yin and then I started teaching yin. And then I, when I came back to Vancouver, I did a 200 hour meditation teacher training and I was like, this is really great. And that's when I started down the path of personal development. And I just came across an event at a local studio here in Vancouver. And I was just like, okay, I thought it was just journaling and like, we'd go and meditate together. And when I walked out, it was definitely not that. <laughs> we did breath work. That was my first experience with breath work. I had no idea what I was getting into. And I knew from the moment I walked out that that was something special. And it's something that I had to share with as many people who, it literally, that one session, I feel changed my life. Um, and it continues to like peel back layers and change my life even more. And I can't not share that. Oh, I love that so much. I feel like that's such a beautiful way that you described it. You were just following the breadcrumbs and you didn't get frustrated that the first time you did meditation or yin yoga or whatever, and that didn't, you knew that that wasn't your purpose. You didn't just stay with it because you're just like, well, I've done this course. I probably should just stick it out. Like you kept going on the search for what your heart was calling you to do. Like that's so many people don't do that. And I think I did because all those things were really valuable, but I knew it wasn't quite it. Yeah. I also, I did my Reiki training, which was incredible, but still it wasn't quite it. Um, but when, after that first um, breathwork session, it was it. And then I happened to ask the, the, the facilitator who she had trained with. And then I started hearing this person's name, like everywhere he was on podcasts, he was on, you know, in a book that I had read. And so I was just like, okay, there's something to this. Um, and then I continued training with him for the last two years. So Amazing. That is so gorgeous. I love that. I love that. I love that. And so how, like you speak a lot about um, the power of energy and how we can really use this as an amplifier in our life. Can you just share more about this for people who aren't necessarily connected with that? Sure. Um, It's a big one. (laughs) That's a big question. We're all energetic beings, right? And I think that I'm learning more so than ever what we're experiencing outside of ourselves is a reflection of the energy that we are holding inside of ourselves. Um, And that when we learn to work with our own energy, we can literally change the world around us. Um, And I know that sounds really esoteric and really like out there, (laughs) Um, but it wasn't until recently when I started actually doing the work that I'm like, oh, I actually get it. I also, from a physical level, um, your body, and there's books on this. There's a really good book called Your Body Keeps the Score. 
your body holds on to energy from trauma, from like experiences that you've had in your life. And the cool thing about breath work and about energy work and about Reiki and things like that is like an opportunity to connect the physical with the spiritual and psychological where you can move that energy and start working through that energy. Um, you might be stuck in an area of your life and it just might be some stuck energy that you're holding onto in your body. You might not know what it is and you might not even need to know what it is, but with these tools, you can help move that out of the way. I love that. How you're saying that we don't, sometimes we don't even need to know what it is. We don't even need to know where it came from. It's just, how can we consciously start to move through that? And I think it's, you know, that's where it's the trap. And I say this a lot to the, the people that I coach. It's that our thinking mind gets in the way and your heart knows, but your thinking mind needs to label it as like, oh, I'm moving this, you know, this fear of whatever, but you might not need to know. It's just the thinking mind that needs to know. Yeah. And, and so besides breath work, is there, what other kind of tips or rituals can you recommend that can help us? connect more with our breath and connect more with our energy so we can um, move through it and release what energy is no longer serving us. Um, one of the things that I've been exploring, and again, like thank you to COVID, is actually just moving my body and not moving my body in a way that's like I'm working out and I'm sweating, but mm-hmm. actually just moving. Um, I, there's a new breath work that I'm, I'm being trained in and at the start of every session, we do ecstatic dance essentially. And you just move your body however you feel in that moment. And it has been one of the most um, freeing. And I think I've moved more energy with movement than I have with breath lately. Um, Yeah. And I'm really like curious and exploring how we can, can, how we can combine um, movement and breath and just like make this ultimate thing, but yeah, moving your body. And that doesn't have to be exercise. Sometimes I'll just throw on my favorite song and dance around my house like a crazy person. (laughs) But like, look how good that feels. And it always leaves me in a good mood. So obviously I've moved some sort of an energy to, you know, like a higher vibration sort of thing. Totally. I feel like it's liberating. I'll never forget when I went to this yoga class. It was like a free flow yoga class. And I, it was a new kind of studio. I'd never really been there before. And I didn't realize that it was like, free flow as in we're just dancing around we did like a couple poses in the in the beginning but then we're just dancing around to music and however where however which way we wanted to and at first I was like um what the fuck is this and yeah. then like my <laughs> ego was just like um what about the yoga I wouldn't like you know I want to work out here and then after I put that to the side it was the most freeing and liberating and beautiful experience um and just so high vibe but also cleansing um Mm -hmm. and she was saying all these amazing things like you know let go and just like that energy to disconnect from that judgmental part of you the part of you that it's looking above and being like what the fuck is that dance move what are you doing right now you're not looking yeah no one cares and it's like if you are catching their gaze like you're smiling at them and it was just such a beautiful experience and from then on that like became part of my practice like not for a full hour I'm not gonna lie but like you know a little groove here and there dance party in the bathroom makes the biggest difference Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that's what I I use mostly to move energy if it's not breath work. Um, sometimes I'll, I like to avoid breath work because I know it's the tool that I need the most. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I'll do movement. I also am like 
this is what I recommend to my clients is like, find the thing that brings you joy and that will help you move the energy. So for me, like I said, drinking coffee in bed, journaling, and then walking my dog. It's usually when I'm walking my dog in the mornings that I get hit with these like super creative, super like intuitive moments um, or like aha moments. And it's just because I'm doing something that's like, I'm moving my body. It's not for a specific purpose. And I'm just like, in I'm I'm present essentially yeah amazing so beautiful so so beautiful I love it and can you do breath work as you're walking as you're moving um I mean I'm sure you absolutely can the type like when I teach breath work it is laying down um yeah I know Wim Hof is definitely like a bit more of an active like you're doing things and getting in cold water and stuff like that um I I like the lying down breath work just because I, I like to make it more of like a ceremony, so to speak. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it. Love it. And what about, I, cause you mentioned this briefly before, let's talk meditation for a moment because I know that there are so many women that I speak with that are constantly kind of um, saying that they really do want to meditate and they want to kind of start a regular meditation practice, but they find it like intimidating and hard and sometimes not for them because they have lots of chatter in their mind. Um, mm-hmm. And just sitting with that doesn't feel like something they can kind of overcome. So what would you say to someone who is new to meditation and breath work? Like what are some tips for them that they can really apply to, to start on their journey? So it doesn't feel as daunting and overwhelming. I, I think that's a really good question. And I think a lot of people struggle with that, to be honest with you. And I think a lot of it is around the expectations we put around it. You know, mm-hmm. the, the stats of like, you need to sit down cross-legged for 20 minutes and meditate. That might not be realistic if you've never meditated before. So when I teach meditation, I instruct people to just try for one minute, just one. And that's it. Like, let's make it as easy as possible. Let's lower the barrier of entry um, try for one minute. And it's also, and I like to remind people of this, it's not about stopping the chatter. It's about removing yourself from the chatter and just becoming a witness to it. Just, you know, knowing that you have thoughts and the thoughts aren't you and you're not taking them on personally. Um, and my meditation teacher would often talk about, it's like watching the clouds go by, thinking of those clouds as your thoughts. It's not stopping them. It's just, you're becoming a witness or even, and I like to use the word curious, you're just becoming curious of them. You're like, oh, I have that thought a lot. We have like 80,000 thoughts a day and most of them are not new thoughts. Mm. Um, It's just like recognizing those thoughts and meditation doesn't have to be sitting down um, in a practice. If you want to lay down, like I said, if you want to walk, there's moving meditations. And I think what Maybe even we have to strip back the thought of it being a meditation and just being a mindful moment. You know, maybe mm-hmm. if you're, if you're, whatever it is you're doing, if you're getting a shower, just get a shower. Don't have a podcast on in the background. Don't um, be thinking about your to-do list. Like notice with your senses, the water touching your body, what it feels like to be washing your hair and things like that. And it's just like starting with little moments and then building from there. I love that so much. That is so, so true. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And even like, I'm just thinking when I started my meditation journey, for me, it was the guided meditations mm-hmm. you know, that really helped me um, disconnect from my thoughts and just focus on, you know, what, what they were, you know, what they were saying in the meditation and directing you to certain things. And I found that a really good way um, for me to kind of just sit within 
I love meditations. I still use them all the time because I find, you know, I, I'll often get ahead of myself and start thinking about my to-do list and what do I have to do that day and that sort of thing. And guided meditations are amazing. And again, it's like finding the ones that resonate with you. 100%. And I love what you said before, which I think is so important. I just want to emphasize again, the expectation piece, right? It's like, we don't have to put the expectations of what it needs to look like, what it needs to be like. And then we don't have to put the expectations of the results either, because I think so many people talk about meditation and the incredible um, experiences they get from doing a regular practice. And so what happens is if someone does a meditation and they're just like, well, I don't think I did it right. Cause I didn't really feel much. It's mm-hmm. like, so it's like, I feel like, you know, just letting it be what it is. Um, and letting you do it the way that feels right to you um, is so important. I just love that you said that. Yeah, I like to like even talk about using your breath as an anchor. So when you notice that your mind is going off in every direction, come back and just notice the inhale and the exhale and even say to yourself, I'm inhaling, I'm exhaling, and it'll bring you back to the, um, the mechanism of the breath. So using your breath as the anchor. Yeah. Beautiful. And in terms of like breathing more on a regular basis, like that sounds ridiculous, right? But it's something we have to like, we have to consciously be aware of, like, even just sometimes I find myself doing it. um, I seem to be like really connected to water. So if I'm like washing the dishes or in the shower, Mm -hmm. like, I feel like that's when those breathing kind of exercises seem to come up for me. And I'm just like, I'm just going to connect with my breath now. (laughs) Does that happen for you? Do you do that too? all the time. I, and like my, if I really need to, like, I know I need to connect to my heart. I'll go, there's a beach here in Vancouver and I'll just go sit on the beach. Cause just even being close to the water helps me get into that space. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Totally. Oh, so beautiful. So, so beautiful. I love those tips. And so I know that someone that, that you're really someone that holds the space for people to be very real and to really be themselves to, break down if they need to, to heal and experience a rebirth. So like, how important is it for us to be doing, like I know it is, but I'd love to hear your take on how important it is for us to be doing this inner work and what you would say to someone that is avoiding the inner work and afraid of opening up those emotions and, you know, opening up Pandora's box because it, it feels really icky. It's uncomfortable. It is like, it is very uncomfortable work. Getting under the surface is uncomfortable. And I can only speak from my own experience. And it's interesting because you mentioned in the intro that, you know, I, I do consider myself a seeker. And for so long, I was so miserable because I was like looking for deeper meaning to this world, but I was looking everywhere. I went to India. I went to Bali. I went to New Zealand. I went to like every corner of this earth looking only to be disappointed. And it was only when I started doing inner work that I felt like I truly started coming alive and getting to know myself. And like I said, it's not comfortable to know that you're not perfect and that you've got flaws and, or like not even flaws, but just like, you know, there's stories that you've built around something that you have to start tearing the walls of those stories down, or even just how we've seen people, um, you know, and changing the relationship with how we see them and how they've impacted us and things like that. It is really uncomfortable um, and it can bring up a lot. And that's why I think it's so important to have someone, and this is why I do the work, but have someone to hold that space for you. And if it is something that's uncomfortable, have someone hold that space for you 
to know that you're not alone. Yeah, hundred percent. I couldn't agree more. And I feel like when we go there, it becomes less uncomfortable. It does. It absolutely does. And I, I feel like, I don't know, I, my life has been more beautiful and more fulfilling since I've started doing the inner work than I could ever have imagined. And sometimes I call my best friend who's also like super into this stuff. And I'm like, wasn't it easier when we like, didn't, you know, didn't do this work. (laughs) Sometimes like, you know, I'll be like snotting and bawling and crying. And I'm like, it was just easier when I didn't ask the questions and like (laughs) didn't go a bit deeper. But on the other side of it, I've, it's like the most fulfilled I've ever felt in my life and the most self-love I've ever felt the most, you know, at ease that I've ever felt and probably the happiest I've ever felt. Totally. Oh, I love that so much. That is so, so, so beautiful. And I just like a testament to the fact that like we um, can try to avoid it as much as we can, but there will be circumstances, situations in life that will be pushing us to go within and the, and look within. And the more, more we resist, the harder it's going to be, the harder it's yeah. going to be for us and the more painful. But I, I think it's so interesting that you said, and I, I find this really, really um, common and something I, you know, I did in my own way, looking for all of the answers outside of us you know, um, you know, we think that we need to find meaning in all these different corners with all the, and also in relationships, like often, you know, you're finding them in relationships and looking for the perfect person to, to fill the gap within you. Mm-hmm. Um, but really kind of recognizing and going within and knowing that you have all of those answers and that you need to kind of do that work and embrace your truth as opposed to look for it outside of you. Oh, and like, I have stories, like, let me tell you, I have stories about the outside of myself, like sitting in my apartment when I first moved to Vancouver, crying at like midnight and going to Google and Googling, like, what is my purpose? How do I know? Totally, totally. <laughs> and it is so real. And it feels like it just, it's a, it's a really, it's a hard thing. Like I found it really tricky when I was on that path of trying to discovering what, what my purpose was, because you just feel like nothing else really matters at the time. And you're just kind of you, and I don't know about you, but I was feeling really impatient as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like that masculine energy coming up with a need to feel like, I just want to solve the problem. You yeah, know? Five steps to tell me what my purpose is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And so it's, yeah, but it is, but such an awakening, right? Like, thank God. Thank God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I, in coming back to something that you said, I think that you know, we can avoid it as much as we want, avoid, you know, doing the inner work, but life has a funny way of putting you back on recourse. And like, when you ignore it, things that are out of alignment for so long, like, I don't know. And I can use the example of like work and just, you know, being let go from three jobs that were, I took them for just taking them for the money and they were so out of alignment with who I was. And it's just like, life will smack you in the face if you keep ignoring it for long enough. Oh Yeah. 100%. And I feel like in this day and age, it's really easy to be self and be distracted. Like that was, that's something that I noticed with a lot of the women that I speak to and my clients and me as well. Like I was busying myself to the next level, being productive, doing all these things just to not feel that niggling feeling that was like, "Uh uh-uh, honey, this ain't for you. Mm -hmm. One of the things (laughs) she says, uh, so working with Susie Batiste, one of the things she says is that Um, if we allow ourselves to express or feel something fully, I think we can like 
we only have the capacity to feel that emotion for like 30 seconds to a minute or something like that. But the problem is we never let ourselves feel it fully so we, that, so that we can move through it. And that's why it causes so much suffering and anguish because we don't allow ourselves to feel it. And then we try to avoid it. Wow. And just to think we need to sit with it for 30 seconds. All right. <laughs> How much pain are we creating for ourselves? Oh my goodness. Hilarious. So good. So, so good. Well, we have our final segment of the show and it is behind the scenes um, where we like to get real and go deep, even though we have been doing that all along. <laughs> Sorry, like, we're going to go deep now. <laughs> yeah, we're going deeper. Um, so it's just a little segment behind the scenes. I feel like, um, Sometimes it can look very much so, especially on social media, that everything is picture perfect. Um, and I think it's really important to have open conversations that every single person experiences um, pain and self-doubt and suffering in their own way. And just bringing that to light can really connect people and empower them. Mm-hmm. Um, so can you share with us a little bit, Laura, maybe a recent situation where you were experiencing some self-doubt and how you kind of moved through that? Like every day, <laughs> like just a minute ago. <laughs> now, um, I, I, it's interesting. I think what I'm working with most these days is around my body. Um, I my body's changed a lot in the last four years, and I there's a part of me that attaches worth to weight, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been really grappling with that. And like cerebrally, I know that it doesn't matter what size my body is that I'm still lovable and that I can still, you know, provide my gift to the world. But there's a part of me that's like, people aren't going to want to work with you because of the weight that you carry. And I know even saying the words out loud, I'm like, Oh my God, that sounds so stupid, but it's, it's a true feeling that I have. Totally. And it's, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it funny that you just said you saying out loud, you know, that it sounds ridiculous. You know that it is ridiculous, but it still comes up. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But it still comes up. Levels of learning how to, you know, accept where you are and love where you are in the moment. And that's something completely new for me, which, because I've always been striving to like lose weight or like look a certain way. And yeah, it's, this is interesting. (laughs) So that's what I'm with right now. I love that. Thank you so much for being so honest. And I guess it's like forcing you to look at yourself in a whole different light. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So interesting. And, and so what would you say is an area of your life that you're trying to improve in at the moment? Um, I'm definitely trying to grow my business. Like it's been on, I I've been tinkering with it for two years. Um, and talk, going back to the self-doubt question, like I'm just about to launch a program and I was going to bed the other night and in my head, I'm like, oh, you're such a loser. No one's going to want this. And like talking through that sort of stuff. So what I'm working on is growing my business. The self-doubt around that, I'm also working on. Yeah. It's all freaking interconnected, isn't it? And I feel like <laughs> starting your own business, I mean, like if you wanted therapy, like that is it right there. Like oh the, the amount of things like you need to move through um, and quite quickly in order to create a business, grow it, launch it, whatever is, yeah. I think uh, on a whole different level than what you might experience um, just doing something that you have always done. And it definitely shines the light on all of your shit. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. And what's the name of the course? Pimp yourself out. Tell us more about it. So it's called Path to Purpose and it's a one-on-one. Um, it's kind of coaching, but mostly breath work. Um, and it's, you know, 
it's to help you move through the the deep seated like limiting beliefs that we're holding onto in our body that are stopping us from being the fullest expression of ourselves. Love it. Love it. Love it. And if we want to find out more about it, any of our listeners want to dive deeper into breath work and want to work with you one-on-one, how can they connect you with you? So my website, soulbody.co, um, everything is up there. Um, I also am pretty active on Instagram and every Sunday morning, um, Pacific standard time, daylight time, whatever it is. Um, I do a seven minute live on Instagram on Sundays. So, um, yeah, if you want to test out breath work and you're not really sure about it, um, I've got some, some videos up there for you too. That's beautiful. And you also have, cause I'm pretty sure I listened to it and I fell in love with it. A free kind of breath work. I do. <laughs> uh, yeah and your link in your instagram i've listened to that before it was absolutely beautiful yeah and i'm, I'm gonna be adding another uh free one as well just because i i want to make this tool as accessible as possible as much as like i love working with people one-on-one and um you know building my business obviously i want to make this tool as accessible and if doing a one-on-one session or a group session with me isn't possible i want you to have tools to be able to work through it as well i love it i love it so your instagram handle is soulbody.co Beautiful. And then you can click the link in the bio for anyone who wants to have a listen to that and get started on your breathwork journey. And before we finish up, I would love to ask you our final question, which is what is your recent fierce female moment? So a moment where you felt really proud to be yourself. I, that's a really good question. I think that learning that I don't have to wait for anything to be the person I want to be. So, you know, freedom is one of the most important um, pillars of like the life I'm trying to build. And I don't have to wait to like pay off debt or quit my job to have freedom. I've kind of discovered that I can actually include pieces of freedom in everyday life. And that has felt so empowering (laughs) and has actually made me really happy that I am like, even when I journal, I'm like, what does freedom look like to me today? And then I do it. And it's so empowering. That is so beautiful. It's like, oh no, I get to have that now. Yeah. It's not an if then, or like when I have this, then I can have freedom. No way. Um, So I've just been walking that walk lately and it feels real good. Oh, that's so beautiful. I love that. Thank you so much, Laura, for your honesty, your wisdom, your vulnerability, all of your knowledge. Um, It was such a pleasure having you on the show. And yeah, thank you everyone for listening and we'll catch you guys next week. Oh, this has been incredible. Thank you so, so much. If you're vibing the show, please leave us a review. We would love to be of value to more fierce females and you can totally help us grow. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Fierce Female Co. And don't forget to share this episode podcast on your Instagram story. Tag us and share your top takeaway. I would love to know what you got out of the show. And this is really a great way for you to think about what value this brought to you and how you might use this in your own life. I love you. Thank you for listening. Wishing you all the love, light and fierceness. And we'll see you soon.